Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. You need to see yourself as a steward, not an owner of the money that you have. Once you understand that it isn't your money, it's His money, and then He just blesses us and our finances improved. God really blessed our finances. You can trust God with your money. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Tuesday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. Today, I'm into my third week of teaching on a series that I've entitled Financial Stewardship. I tell you, this is really, really important. You know, I could not be doing what I'm doing if God hadn't given me a revelation on the things that I'm teaching right here in this um, book. I'VE GOT IT IN BOOK FORM. I'VE GOT ENGLISH AND SPANISH. WE'VE ALSO GOT CD'S AND DVD'S. WE ALSO HAVE A STUDY GUIDE THAT IS THE SAME MATERIAL AS THE BOOK, BUT IT'S REFORMATTED SO THAT YOU CAN TEACH OTHER PEOPLE. AND THEN WE ALSO HAVE A DVD THAT HAS TESTIMONIES OF PEOPLE THAT HAVE TAKEN THESE PRINCIPLES AND HAVE USED THEM IN THEIR OWN LIFE AND THAT THEY ARE PROSPERING. AND LIKE I WAS SAYING, IF GOD HADN'T GIVEN ME A REVELATION OF FINANCIAL PROSPERITY, I COULD NOT DO WHAT I'M DOING. AND I KNOW THAT THERE'S A LOT OF PEOPLE THAT DON'T UNDERSTAND THAT, BUT NOT ALL MINISTERS, NOT ALL TELEVISION MINISTERS ARE JUST ROLLING IN MONEY AND PROSPERING. I TELL YOU, TELEVISION IS EXPENSIVE. AND IF GOD HADN'T HAVE SHOWN ME THE THINGS THAT HE HAS REVEALED TO ME ABOUT FINANCES, I WOULDN'T HAVE HAD THE MONEY TO BE ON TELEVISION. I WOULDN'T BE ABLE TO TOUCH PEOPLE'S LIVES. YOU KNOW, WE SPENT, I FORGET THE EXACT FIGURE, BUT I know I THINK IT'S AROUND $1.2 MILLION PER MONTH JUST ON OUR TELEVISION AIRTIME. AND THAT'S NOT INCLUDING ALL OF THE MATERIALS THAT WE SEND OUT. WE HAVE 650 EMPLOYEES AROUND THE WORLD, AND IT JUST TAKES A LOT OF MONEY TO DO WHAT I'M DOING, AND IT, I'VE BEEN IN MINISTRY FOR OVER 50 YEARS, BUT I HAVEN'T BEEN PROSPERING FOR OVER 50 YEARS BECAUSE I DIDN'T UNDERSTAND SOME THINGS ABOUT PROSPERITY. AND ONE OF THE THINGS THAT I'VE BEEN TEACHING, I, I NEED TO GET INTO THIS TEACHING uh, TODAY, BUT I WAS TEACH, I STARTED LAST WEEK USING THE PARABLE THAT JESUS TAUGHT IN LUKE CHAPTER 16. AND YESTERDAY, AS I TRIED TO SUMMARIZE THIS, I SPENT THE WHOLE DAY JUST TALKING ABOUT THE MASTER WHOSE SERVANT HAD BEEN STEALING MONEY FROM HIM. Uh, REAL QUICKLY, THE PARABLE IS ABOUT A MAN WHO IS A STEWARD WORKING FOR A MASTER, AND HE HAD BEEN STEALING MONEY. THE MASTER HEARD ABOUT IT. HE SAYS, PUT YOUR BOOKS IN ORDER. I'M GOING TO INSPECT THIS. IF WHAT I'VE HEARD IS TRUE, YOU'RE GOING TO BE FIRED. IT WAS TRUE. THE MAN KNEW HE WAS GOING TO BE FIRED. SO HE FIGURED THAT DURING THE TIME HE HAD LEFT WORKING FOR THIS MAN, WHAT HE WAS GOING TO DO, HE WAS GOING TO TAKE THE MONEY HE HAD BEEN STEALING AND JUST BLOWING IT AND HE WAS GOING TO START USING IT TO INFLUENCE OTHER PEOPLE. SO HE CALLED HIS LORD'S credit, uh, DEBTORS IN AND HE ASKED, HOW MUCH DO YOU OWE? ONE owed A HUNDRED MEASURES OF OIL. AND HE SAYS, WRITE 50. IN OTHER WORDS, HE DISCOUNTED HIS BILL 50%. ANOTHER ONE, HE SAYS, HOW MUCH uh, DO YOU OWE your, MY MASTER? AND HE SAYS, A HUNDRED MEASURES OF WHEAT. AND HE SAYS, JUST WRITE A NEW CONTRACT FOR 80 MEASURES. HE GAVE HIM 20 MEASURES OF WHEAT OFF. HE DISCOUNTED HIS BILL 20%. AND HE SAID THE REASON HE DID IT WAS SO THAT WHEN HE GOT FIRED, HE KNEW HE WOULD BE FIRED BECAUSE HE WAS GUILTY, THAT HE WOULD BE ABLE TO GO TO THESE PEOPLE THAT HE HAD BASICALLY GIVEN THEM ALL OF THIS MONEY. HE DISCOUNTED THEIR BILLS AND he, THEY WOULD FEEL OBLIGATED TO HIM AND HE WOULD GO AND MOOCH OFF OF THEM AND STAY WITH THEM AND LIVE WITH THEM AND EAT THEIR FOOD. AND SO 
He was still stealing money, but instead of putting it in his pocket, he started using that money to influence people. In his situation, basically bribe people so that in the future he would be able to benefit from the discounts that he had given them. And so all of that's kind of normal, but in the eighth verse, the master commended this man. And I spent all yesterday going back over this. I, I love this attitude of the master, but I'm not going to talk about that today. I, what was commendable about what this man had done? The master wasn't commending him for stealing money. That's not what he was commending. But here is the point of this parable that this man finally had learned that the greatest and best use of money is to influence your future. Now that is a major statement that goes right over the head of most people because in our society today, it is a instant gratification society. Rather than working for things and building up to something, you will have the People on television come on and advertise, you know, why wait? You can get this furniture now with no payments for a year, no interest, and you can go ahead and get it now. Of course, what they don't tell you is that if you follow their plan and don't make any payments for a year or whatever, you're going to wind up paying 15, 20% interest. They're going to get their money with interest big time, but the benefit is you can have it now and pay later. And that has become basically the mindset of most people in America, most people in Western countries is why wait? Why build up to something? I can have it now. I can go buy a brand new car right now and spend six or seven years paying it out. You know, I've seen the stats on this and I'm, I'm not sure that I'll get it exactly right, but the vast majority of cars that you pay out over five years, most cars don't last five years. You can have a wreck, you can have a mechanical problem or you can just get tired of it and something else comes along. And so what happens is people wind up going and turning in that car towards a new car and they're upside down in it. And so they not only have now their payments for the new car, but they're paying off what was left on the old car and they're just digging themselves a hole that they never get out of. You know what would be better is to go buy a used car, one that's dependable, you can, you can get them much less. You can get them for one-tenth of what you would pay for a brand new car and just pay cash for it and then take the money that you would have been making in payments on a new car and set that aside. And in four years or whatever, take that cash and go buy you another car. And eventually you keep doing that. You can pay cash and you will save tens of thousands of dollars in interest. That's a better way to do it. But most people, again, it's all about temporary things. See, this is what this servant did right here. It says in the third verse, when he was found out by his master, he says, what am I going to do? My Lord is taking away from me the stewardship. I cannot dig to beg. I'm ashamed. You know what? He was saying that he didn't have anything set aside. He hadn't taken this money that he had stolen from his master and hidden it in the earth. He hadn't invested it in any property or anything. He hadn't put it in a bank. He had blown it. He would just been buying things that were temporary. It would be equivalent to us buying flat screen TVs, getting a brand new car, going out and, you know, getting all of the jewelry, spending your money on expensive food and doing all of these kind of things. He had stolen probably a lot of money from his master. I doubt if his master would have would have fired him if all he had done is taken a 
you know, a paper clip or a pencil or something like that. He had stolen a lot of money, but he had nothing to show for it. But when he realized he was going to be fired, finally he started using his position and the money that was under his control to affect his future. And this is the greatest and the best use of money that you can have is to think about the future. And again, this goes contrary to the attitude of the vast majority of people. They only think about temporary. What can I get right now? I don't have to wait and build up and spend five years or 10 years before I get this car that I'd really like to have. Right now, I can go get it on credit. And then you wind up paying twice what the thing is worth because you're in debt on it. Whereas if you were to just work up to it, eventually you could have cash and buy all of your cars cash. You know, Jamie and I use this exact principle that we're talking about. We bought used cars. We bought lesser cars than what we really wanted. And we set aside the money that we would have been making in payments. And then when we accumulated enough money, we went and bought cars that were brand new and paid cash for it. And did you know that also when you have cash, uh, they give you some pretty sweet deals. (laughs) I could give you some great stories about these uh, car dealerships fighting back and forth uh, over us. And we didn't do a thing. They were fighting and man, it was because we had cash. I'm telling you, that's a better way to do it. But see, most people, again, it's about, I've got to have everything right now. It's short-term thinking. But the way to really become prosperous is to become long-term thinking and spend less money than you make and do that for a long time. And I can guarantee you, every one of you will be prosperous. But the average person, matter of fact, you can see some of these commercials on television. They'll tell you that this car, this truck only costs so much per month. And they don't even give you the full price of the thing. But most people, this is how they think. All right, I've got this much money every month. How much can I afford to pay in payments? And they don't even think about the interest. They don't even think that you're going to be adding tens of thousands of dollars to the price of this vehicle or this this house. I remember the very first time that Jamie and I bought a house. And, you know, they have these uh, rules that you have to disclose things. And when they showed us what the total payout on that house would be by the time we got through with a 30-year mortgage. I forget now exactly, but it was over twice what the price of that house really was when you include the interest. And so, man, Jamie and I, I had a VA loan that allowed me to get in with nothing down because we didn't have any money at the time. But did you know we started paying double and triple payments. We put as much in and we paid that thing off, I think in less than 15 years and we were debt free and we saved, I don't even know, but it's certainly tens of thousands, maybe over a hundred thousand dollars or so in interest. And we got out of debt just as quickly as we could. See, that's long-term thinking that most people would have taken that money and said, oh no, I could go out and I could take uh, you know, bigger vacations. We could go all over the world. We could do this. And they're thinking short term But I tell you, if you think short term, it's going to tend to poverty. One of the reasons that this man was commended was because finally he had realized that he had influence because of the money that he managed for this rich man. And he started using the influence of that money to affect his future. And that's the reason that the master commended him. And look at Jesus' application. Here is the whole point of this parable. 
In verse 9, Jesus said, And I say unto you, Make to yourselves friends of the mammon of unrighteousness. This is old English for saying use money to make friends that when you fail, and that word fail was also translated die, other places in Scripture. So use money to make friends so that when you die, they may receive you into everlasting habitations. This is saying that the greatest use of money, this is the point of this parable, that the greatest use of your money isn't for temporary, immediate things, but you need to be long-term thinking. And Jesus is saying you need to think beyond even just this life. You need to think about eternity. You need to use money to touch people's lives, to influence people, so that when you die, AND ENTER INTO HEAVEN, PEOPLE WILL BE LINED UP TO WELCOME YOU INTO HEAVEN. YOU KNOW, THERE WAS A SONG WRITTEN ABOUT THAT, AND uh, IT WAS ABOUT A MAN WHO DREAMED HE DIED AND WENT TO HEAVEN, AND WHEN HE GOT THERE, THERE WAS PEOPLE SAYING, THANK YOU FOR GIVING TO THE LORD. AND HE SAYS, WHEN DID I EVER GIVE TO YOU? THEY SAID, WHEN YOU GAVE TO THAT MISSIONARY, uh, HE CAME AND PREACHED THE GOSPEL TO ME. I'M A LIFE THAT WAS CHANGED. AND DID YOU KNOW THAT IS A DRAMATIZATION OF SOMETHING THAT IS ACTUAL? THIS IS ACTUALLY WHAT JESUS IS SAYING. YOU CAN TAKE MONEY. This is, THIS IS A GREAT TRUTH. I PRAY THAT YOU GET THIS BECAUSE IF YOU COULD UNDERSTAND THIS, IT WILL CHANGE THE WAY THAT YOU LIVE. YOU CAN TAKE MONEY, WHICH IS TEMPORARY. IT DOESN'T MATTER IF YOU'VE GOT GOLD, SILVER, DIAMONDS, JEWELS, ALL OF THESE THINGS ARE SOMEDAY GOING TO BE DESTROYED. IF YOU BUILD YOUR HOUSE OUT OF STEEL, SOMEDAY EVERYTHING'S GOING TO BE DESTROYED. IT DOESN'T MATTER HOW FANCY YOUR HOUSE IS, DOESN'T MATTER HOW NICE YOUR CAR IS, DOESN'T MATTER ABOUT ANY OF THESE THINGS. SOMEDAY ALL OF THIS EARTH AND EVERYTHING HERE IS GOING TO PASS AWAY, AND EVERY BIT OF ASSETS, JEWELS, MONEY, ANYTHING THAT YOU'VE GOT IS SOMEDAY GOING TO BE GONE. AND DID YOU KNOW THAT THE ONLY BENEFIT OF THAT MONEY IN ETERNITY IS WHEN YOU INVEST IT IN TOUCHING PEOPLE WITH THE POWER OF THE GOSPEL, THE LOVE OF GOD, AND WHEN YOU TOUCH PEOPLE'S LIVES AND CHANGE THEIR LIFE, THAT IS GOING TO PAY YOU DIVIDENDS THROUGHOUT ETERNITY. I LITERALLY AM GOING TO HAVE PEOPLE COME BY MY MANSION IN HEAVEN THAT I HAVE NEVER PERSONALLY MEANT, BUT THEY HAVE SEEN ME ON TELEVISION, THEY'VE GOTTEN MY BOOKS. MATTER OF FACT, I JUST READ A TESTIMONY LAST NIGHT ABOUT A WOMAN IN KENYA she, uh, SHE DOESN'T LIVE IN KENYA. She, I THINK SHE LIVES IN THE UNITED STATES, BUT SHE HAS TAKEN OUR CARIS BIBLE COLLEGE. SHE'S, I THINK, 85 YEARS OLD OR SOMETHING LIKE THIS. AND SHE WAS SAYING THIS IS THE BEST uh, PART OF HER LIFE. SHE'S HAPPIER THAN SHE'S EVER BEEN. SHE'S GONE TO KENYA. SHE IS RESCUING THESE WOMEN THAT ARE IN THE uh, SEX TRADE. AND IT WAS JUST TESTIMONY AFTER TESTIMONY. SHE'S GOT HUNDREDS OF WOMEN THAT SHE'S HELPING, AND IT WAS A TESTIMONY SAYING THANK YOU. BECAUSE OF THE THINGS YOU'VE SHOWN ME, I'VE NOW UNDERSTOOD, AND HER LIFE HAS CHANGED. AND SO DID YOU KNOW THOSE GIRLS THAT ARE BEING RESCUED, IT HAD A PICTURE OF ONE LADY WHO HAS ACTUALLY COME OUT OF THE SEX TRADE, HAS STARTED HER OWN BUSINESS SELLING SOAP, AND IS NOW PROSPERING AND IS HELPING RESCUE OTHER PEOPLE. I'VE NEVER PERSONALLY MEANT THEM. BUT DID YOU KNOW THAT SOMEDAY IN HEAVEN, THOSE PEOPLE WILL COME BY MY MANSION. I'LL GET TO VISIT WITH THEM. AND I TELL YOU, THAT IS AWESOME. INSTEAD OF ME TAKING ALL OF THE MONEY THAT GOD IS GIVING ME AND USING IT SO THAT I CAN BUILD BIGGER HOUSES AND BIGGER CARS, WHICH AGAIN, IN THEIR PLACE, THERE'S NOTHING WRONG WITH THAT. I'M GOING TO PUT ALL OF THIS INTO PERSPECTIVE. BUT INSTEAD OF MY FOCUS BEING ON ALL OF THESE OTHER THINGS, 
I am spending millions. We, we spend somewhere around $5 million per month in getting the gospel out. Now, that includes our television airtime. That includes all of the materials that we send out. And we give the vast majority of all of our materials are free. Over 50% of the people who write in and request my materials don't give a thing, and we send it to them anyway. So we put out materials. We have staff that we pay. Uh, there are just a lot of things that we do. And I am putting millions of dollars a month into getting the gospel out all over the world. And I guarantee you that is the best use of money that you can do is to touch people. Use money to touch people's lives. Now, I also uh, need to take care of my wife, my family. And I, I, you know, it says in 1 Timothy chapter 5 that if you don't provide for your own, especially for those of your own house, you're worse than an infidel and you've denied the faith. And so I believe that God wants us to take care of ourselves. Jamie and I have nice cars. Of course, they were given to us. But nonetheless, we are taken care of. Our house is paid for. Uh, we give and we do a lot of things. And so we are taken care of. But our focus is on using money to affect people, to touch people, and looking towards heaven and eternity. And not only are people going to come by my mansion and thank me, but did you know if you are a partner with this ministry, every time you sow money into this ministry, if you get these materials and if you give extra beyond what it costs for you to get the materials and you're investing, did you know you are helping us to touch lives? And someday you are going to have people from literally all over the world come to you and thank you for giving into this ministry because it changed their life. I actually got a testimony one time from a man who was on a scientific expedition at the South Pole. And he went there and he was stuck there for six months during the worst of the winter. And somebody else had taken an entire library of my, at that time it was cassette tapes, and they left that library of tapes at this scientific outpost at the South Pole. And out of boredom, this man started listening to my teaching and he wrote me a letter and told me that it had changed his life, that he had gotten born again. He now had a relationship with the Lord and he was thanking me for that teaching. On the South Pole, you're going to have people from, I mean, every inch of this planet. I had another man that uh, I met him and he says, I've always wanted to meet you. And he says, I'm a missionary in Africa. And I forgot what nation it was, but he said he drove as far as the road went then he took his bike out and followed this little tiny trail as far as he could go with that. And then he changed his bike to a tree. And then he started using a machete and cutting his way through the jungle, trying to reach these remote people. And as he was going through the jungle, using his machete to cut his way through, he heard me teaching. He heard this Texas voice in the middle of Africa and he, he was just shocked. And he, there was a man that had a cassette player that was a crank model and that's how it was powered. And he cranked it and he was walking along listening to my teaching. And this man says, I don't know how your teaching got there. I don't either. But I mean, it has gone all over the world. And of course, there's many, many believers that are doing this. We are reaching people all over the world. And when you invest money in the gospel and start touching people's lives, that is the greatest use of your money. You're taking something that's temporary that someday will not exist and you're turning it into something eternal. 
IF YOU CAN UNDERSTAND WHAT I'M SAYING, IF YOU REALLY COULD SEE THE BENEFIT OF THIS, IF YOU COULD THINK BEYOND YOU JUST HAVING SOMETHING RIGHT NOW, AND IF YOU GOT TO THINKING ETERNITY-MINDED, AND HOW CAN I USE THESE RESOURCES THAT GOD HAS GIVEN ME AND USE THEM ON SOMETHING THAT WON'T PASS AWAY, SOMETHING THAT WON'T BE DESTROYED, BUT INSTEAD, HOW CAN I INVEST IT IN A WAY THAT IT WILL AFFECT ETERNITY A MILLION YEARS FROM NOW? I'M GOING TO BE BENEFITING FROM THE THINGS THAT I'VE DONE. MY PARTNERS WILL BE BENEFITING FROM THE THINGS THAT THEY HAVE SOWN INTO PEOPLE'S LIVES. IF YOU CAN SEE WHAT I'M TALKING ABOUT, THEN IT'LL CHANGE YOUR WHOLE FOCUS. YOU WILL START SEEKING FIRST THE KINGDOM OF GOD, NOT LAST. INSTEAD OF YOUR GOAL FOR PROSPERITY BEING, OH, GOD, I WANT THIS $5 MILLION HOUSE. I WANT AN OLYMPIC-SIZED SWIMMING POOL. I WANT A MERCEDES. I WANT ALL OF THESE THINGS. AND AGAIN, IN THEIR PLACE, THERE'S NOTHING WRONG WITH HAVING THINGS AS LONG AS THINGS DON'T HAVE YOU. BUT YOU SHOULD PUT FIRST THE KINGDOM OF GOD. AND WHEN YOU UNDERSTAND THIS, IT WILL TOTALLY CHANGE EVERYTHING AROUND TILL YOU'LL GET TO THE POINT, GOD, WHAT DO I HAVE TO HAVE IN ORDER TO, YOU KNOW, LIVE A GOOD LIFE, TO BE A BLESSING TO MY FAMILY, TO uh, BE A GOOD REPRESENTATIVE AND SHOW PEOPLE THAT, YES, YOU LOVE US AND THAT YOU SUPPLY OUR NEEDS. WHAT, HOW LITTLE DO I HAVE TO HAVE TO BE A GOOD STEWARD AND DO WHAT YOU WANT ME TO DO? AND HOW MUCH CAN I INVEST IN THE KINGDOM? IT WOULD CHANGE EVERYTHING AROUND. INSTEAD OF GIVING TO GOD BEING AN AFTERTHOUGHT, IT WOULD BE THE FIRST THING. AS IT SAYS IN MATTHEW CHAPTER 6, VERSE 33, SEEK YE FIRST THE KINGDOM OF GOD AND HIS RIGHTEOUSNESS, AND ALL OF THESE THINGS WILL BE ADDED UNTO YOU. THE THINGS THAT ARE LISTED IN MATTHEW 6, 19 THROUGH 33 IS WHAT YOU EAT, WHERE YOU SLEEP, WHAT YOU'RE CLOTHED WITH. THAT'S TALKING ABOUT YOUR FOOD. THAT'S TALKING ABOUT YOUR HOUSING. THAT'S TALKING ABOUT YOUR CLOTHES. ALL OF THESE THINGS WILL COME AS A BYPRODUCT IF YOU PUT GOD FIRST. AND I KNOW THAT THERE'S PEOPLE WATCHING THIS PROGRAM RIGHT NOW THAT YOU'RE THINKING, WELL, IF I DID WHAT YOU SAID AND IF I JUST STARTED GIVING AND, and THINKING ONLY ABOUT ETERNITY, THEN I'D NEVER HAVE ANYTHING IN THIS LIFE. DID YOU KNOW THAT'S NOT THE WAY THAT IT WORKS? BECAUSE GOD SAID IN LUKE 6, 38, GIVE AND IT SHALL BE GIVEN UNTO YOU. GOOD MEASURE, PRESSED DOWN, SHAKEN TOGETHER, AND RUNNING OVER SHALL MEN GIVE INTO YOUR BOSOM. FOR WITH THE SAME MEASURE THAT YOU MEET WITH ALL, IT SHALL BE MEASURED TO YOU AGAIN. IF YOU FACTOR GOD OUT OF THIS EQUATION, YOU JUST HAVE SO MUCH MONEY HERE, AND IF YOU TAKE A PORTION OF IT AND GIVE IT AWAY, WELL, THEN YOU'VE GOT LESS THAN YOU HAD BEFORE, AND IF YOU NEED MORE, IF YOU, if you DON'T HAVE ALL OF YOUR GOALS MEANT, WELL, THEN HAVING LESS IS MOVING AWAY FROM YOUR GOALS INSTEAD OF TOWARDS THEM. AND THAT'S THE WAY THAT IT IS WITHOUT GOD. BUT SINCE YOU HAVE A GOD WHO SAYS, GIVE AND IT SHALL BE GIVEN UNTO YOU, IT'S JUST THE OPPOSITE. IF YOU KEEP EVERYTHING THAT YOU'VE GOT AND IF YOU USE IT UPON YOURSELF, THAT TENDS TO POVERTY. BUT IF YOU WILL TAKE A PORTION AND GIVE IT AND SOW AND START PUTTING FIRST THE KINGDOM OF GOD, THEN ALL OF THESE OTHER THINGS WILL BE ADDED UNTO YOU. IT'S COUNTERINTUITIVE, BUT THAT'S WHAT THE WORD OF GOD TEACHES. THAT'S WHAT BEING A FINANCIAL STEWARD TEACHES YOU. IT'S NOT YOUR MONEY, IT'S GOD'S. HE TELLS US TO GIVE, AND THAT'S HOW YOU WILL PROSPER. FOR THOSE OF YOU WHO WOULD LIKE TO BE PARTNERS WITH US, WE'VE GOT A LOT OF THINGS GOING ON, AND THE THING THAT RIGHT NOW THAT THE LORD HAS REALLY LAID ON MY HEART IS TO GET OUR PARKING GARAGE PAID OFF AS QUICKLY AS POSSIBLE. WE ACTUALLY HAVE A $23 MILLION LOAN ON THAT 1,022 SPACE PARKING GARAGE. IT'S FIVE STORIES TALL, AND I TELL YOU, IT IS SUCH A BLESSING. WE ARE USING IT. 
It's a godsend, but we need to get it paid off. And the Lord laid on my heart to just ask for 23,000 people to give $1,000. And I know that that's a lot of money for some people. For other people, it's not a problem. But you know, if you gave $100 a month for 10 months, it would only take 10 months for us to come up with that. And if we get this paid off within just the next few months, I'll save nearly $7 million in interest. And if the Lord has led you to join with us, we have what we call a 1K club, and you can contact us. We have the number on your screen. Let somebody know about it, because we need to designate this money towards that. But we believe that we're getting our parking garage paid off quickly, and thank you for being a part of this. Join with Andrew and become part of the 1K Club today by going to awmi.net or calling our helpline at 719-635-1111. Andrew's complete teaching titled Financial Stewardship is available in either a CD or DVD album or as a book or companion study guide. Also available is the Financial Breakthroughs DVD which includes six true stories of people that experience the freedom of turning their finances over to God. Each of these valuable resources is available for a gift of any amount. Or you can get the Financial Stewardship Package. This package includes the book, study guide, and your choice of either the CD or DVD album, as well as the Financial Breakthroughs DVD. This package has a catalog value of $115, but you can get it today for only $80. Also, Andrew would like to make available his redesigned Living Commentary Bible software. Download your copy of Andrew's Living Commentary and start studying through the Bible with Andrew today. The Living Commentary is available for both Mac and PC for a gift of only $120 exclusively as a download at awmi.net. The individual topic highlighted on today's broadcast is available as an audio CD for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide today's teaching free of charge. You can order resources or become a Grace Partner through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. We'd like to point out Andrew's upcoming speaking schedule. Mark your calendars to come meet Andrew at one of these events and let the Word of God transform your life. In the month of September, Andrew will be in Woodland Park, Colorado to host the In God We Trust Rally with guest speakers Lance Walnow, Richard Harris, Greg Lopez, Pastor Mark Cowart, State Senator Dennis Heisey, and State Representative Mark Baisley. Next, Andrew will be in Washington, D.C. for a Gospel Truth Conference with guest speaker Jeremy Pearsons. Later in September, he'll be in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Also, beginning September 30th, Andrew will be back in Woodland Park 
to host the annual Ministers Conference with guest speakers Arthur Menches, Carrie Pickett, Audrey Mack, Pastors Bob Yandian, Bob Nichols, and Dwayne Sheriff. For more details on Andrew's next meeting in your area, visit our website at awmi.net.